0: Cool. There's a few things going on with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, back in the day, like a long time ago, 2010-2012, the administration of the company didn't believe in spending thousands and thousands of dollars on a booth at E3. They spent all that money on TV commercials. And, you know, and Wizard did really well.
1: That's what I
0: remember. Yes. But yeah. nowadays, but now it doesn't have the reach. You know? Nowadays, Disney Channel is not going to get every eyeball right. in the country anymore, and so suddenly influencers and podcasts are the way to go. So hey, let's go to where they are, and you know, look good doing it.
1: There's no one after you, so if you run a little bit late, oh man, yeah, exactly. yeah, go, 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 go. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we technically want to talk to you about both games, wasn't 101, and everything. cool. Okay. So just to let you know, I'm Justin. This is Beyonce of the Rest of You Please podcast, uh, and we're happy to talk to you guys. So if you could introduce
0: yourself. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm Sam Johnson. I am the narrative director at Kings Isle. I was brought in in 2010 to write Pirate 101, and uh, it took me a long time. But now I'm on Wizard 101 too, uh, and so yeah, I now. I don't write as much as I used to. I wrangle all the writers. And so there you go, I'm the story guy.
2: So, Artie Rogers, I'm the design director. And I was here when Wizard launched. Originally I was on the original team and then I left and came back. And so, yeah, I've been working on Wizard now since, what, 2019? Like I came yeah, yeah I came back yeah. and then started doing that sort of thing. And so, like I started more as a principal designer. So working on the event system, like the decathlon and beast moon, things like that. And then uh, uh, working with some of the programmers on longer-term initiatives, like with the social social systems, like friendly player, adventure parties, guilds, and stuff, like and other things like that. And now I'm more overseeing. Uh, direction of pirate, direction of wizard, and other yep. things that we're doing, so. He's, you know, he's the strategist. Right oh, okay. Yeah, 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 he's the strategist So we've got, we got the writer in the brain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. right, 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 left brain, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Right, 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 right yeah. in the brain, heart yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. For real, for real. There you go.
0: Absolutely, Yeah, 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 that's Well, cool. he's, he's got a lot of heart, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the coolest things about Kings Isle, and it's the reason I came in the first place, and it's the reason I stay, is the passion within the team the team loves making these games. We have 10 people who shipped Wizard 15 years ago. They're still here. We have another dozen who have been here more than a decade, like me, you know, and uh, yeah, the community is passionate and that feeds us. Yeah, like,
2: like, uh, yeah, because I saw I had a bunch of friends on the team, which is why I came back, and it was funny because one of them kept a can of soup from when I was there years before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah, he saw I had the can of soup from there, and I was like, oh man, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you know the game's been around a long time and there's a reason yeah. uh and and a lot of that is the support we get from the community right. and so there you
2: go well yeah i love the community man i mean that's 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 i think that's that that's, to me that sets wizard apart from a lot of other yep. games Is uh, it's got a really positive community and, and part of it's the game part of it's the people part of it's the writing sometimes yeah. it's the systems all sorts of stuff and that was another thing that Really drew me back. We've
0: always had gatherings where people would come visit the studio yeah. and whatnot, but now one of the most efficient ways for us to seriously interact with the community is to do stuff like this. So always we're going to do more meeting. stuff like this. Yeah. You know, the the current administration is very into keeping a higher profile, yeah. and so here we go. So Wizard
1: 101 is definitely one of the games that I had played a long time um, but this is before I was really good. So as uh, an older player that potentially is going to be a newer player, uh, what are the aspects of the games that you think would interest
0: your One of the things about Wizard is that a lot of our players have been playing it for more than 10 years. Right. And the most interesting thing that happened, particularly since Artie joined the team, is we looked at, for a long time, Wizard was good and stable and it had its thing and it did it. You know, we had side systems that were that were broad. We had a a main storyline that was great. We kept putting out cool worlds. And then we looked and said, hey, our players are older now. And so what do we what do we want to do? And so we really the challenge that Artie took up was figuring out ways for players to do stuff. When it's not the new world, other than questing, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And so some of it was like looking at, you know, the original game was kind of engineered with sort of a layered approach of looking at younger uh, players and their parents playing together and things like that. And then, of course, yeah, as Sam says, the the demographic grew with the game. And so then when I came back, Ben and I were talking to the community about, you know, what are you guys looking for and what are you guys interested in? And then we'd also look at the the industry at large and say like what are some things that maybe are out there that that might appeal to uh uh, you know like you said you you have a more diverse interest in games just beyond kind of what wizard was and so that led me to want to do beast moon which was a, a faster paced uh, uh, goal-based PvP uh, environment to see if people are interested in that, like faster spells, simpler spells, and all that, right. and that was really popular, and then we did a PvE version of it to see, like, okay, will people be cool with this? Are the PvP the less competitive people, are they interested in it? And they were interested in it. And then we were looking at PvP, and basically this was all coming together to create, to give us direction in terms of making a portion of the gameplay have greater breadth and depth than, than, what maybe everyone was used to. Right. Like the normal combat is, is very kind of chill, and yeah. you can just sort of it's it's not it's not it's not it's not over emphasizing optimized play, right? right. Okay. So you can kind of just sort of chat with your people and whatever, and just kind of enjoy the story and all that right. sort of stuff. But we did see that some folks were interested in something a bit more uh, in depth, and so then that's kind of what we started to take. Wizard's got some interesting qualities that uh, are maybe unique to, to uh, CCGs in general, to card games in general. And so while we're looking at card games to bring uh, some of those uh, uh, features or characteristics to Wizard, we also know Wizard's got some unique qualities. And so I think that could be appealing to someone that maybe, may not, may not have been as into the, in the games when they started, right. but then grew in to appreciate right. more strategic thinking, more complex gameplay. And so like, yeah, the advanced content stuff we're doing or the raids are stuff that we're really kind of trying to push the envelope in terms of complexity and depth of thinking and strategic thinking and things like that. So that's kind of what I think we're kind of developing now is more of, uh, might be more appealing to somebody that has uh, maybe a broader interest in games in general now. That's kind of because
1: we've seen this in animation where uh, a project will choose a generation Almost and grow with that generation. Mm-hmm. We actually haven't seen
0: that in gaming so much. That the way we've seen it with Wizard. We uh, we have tried very hard to do that, to because yeah, man, we don't want to. We don't want our player base to age out of us. Right. So we're keeping up with them, and it happens in story too. We're telling deeper stories than we told at the beginning. You know, in the in our uh, second arc, there was a world where the wizard loses. You're racing to save this place, and you don't make it and you know in the next world you go avenge that world by beating the big bad guy you know we have a world this year that doesn't really have a big bad you've you've met this thing that's more of a force of nature and you're helping it realize what it is to be conscious and to be a person and to be part of the universe and what is good and what is evil this is some heady stuff Last year we got really existential, and instead of being Arthurian legends or Peter Pan or whatever, you know, we were surrealist art was the theme of the world, and we produced environments that you know blew the players' minds. So yeah, we're we're trying to grow. Uh, some specifics about what we did: the Beast Moon events and the Decathlon. Uh, these are timed things, so it doesn't matter when you're on. You know, between updates, we still run them. And they've got leaderboards, so they're competitive without being PvP, without being, you know, I'm gonna whack you. But uh, the best part of them is that they sidestep that whole, uh, the whole thing you get with PvP especially, because when you go into them, in Beast Moon, you polymorph into a beast, and we give you your deck. You have these spells, that's it. Doesn't matter what you bought from the crown shop, doesn't matter, you know, what you did or that. So it's not pay to win. And so it comes down to how well do you know the combat system and how well can you work with your buddies and, and do it? Yeah. So. so
1: does that cross both Wizard 101 and Pirate 101 or is it specifically for
0: specific
2: Wizard 101? Well, I, we just started kind of, in this year with Pirate 101, what I wanted to do is just restart normal maintenance and support of the game, okay, right? Okay. So like regular yeah. updates, uh, get Test Run going, get the community going, you know, with uh, community events and stuff. And then we're reevaluating a lot of what Pirate was doing. Like, because I was part of the original dev pitch for Pirate. Like, that was before I left. Like, we did a demo and we had a uh, a, a dev plan and all these other things. And the idea was that it was it was supposed to be a little bit older. It was the game itself, the core mechanic, is a little bit crunchier, I guess, yeah. so it's a little bit harder. But what we want to do is, like to Sam's point to an extent, is we tell interesting stories with interesting characters and people like exploring the interesting worlds that we explore. I think the Spiral is unique in the landscape, in in, in games, game space, basically. Right. D- visiting different referential real cultures, you know, throughout the real world you know and I find it really funny, interesting
0: funny silly versions of real purposes. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: but it, yeah, it's, it's always gonna have that sort of humor you know like like or whatever to it yeah but I think that that's maintains its appeal and so what, we, what I want to do is I want to enable the people who like the casual aspects of wizard who like the story of the wizard who like exploring the world enable them to be able to come into pirate and not be intimidated by what might be a more complex core gameplay right. but then we will approach it the same similar way right like if you have if you like character you like story you like exploring and all this other stuff your path is, is not as arduous it's not as emphasizing optimization of play as if you kind of went off on the side or you chose some other challenge that's where you can kind of really start to test your metal and but not everybody's into it right. right and i also think like one thing i think is really important to mention because you're talking about how do we appeal to an older uh, uh demographic maybe
0: the people who are coming back yeah, right yeah sure.
2: and, and so i think that one of the something that i think is important to me at least is you know wizard is a, a, a family friendly game right but it isn't a kid's game right, right? it's a family friendly game so like a lot of these other games, like MMOs and other competitive games, the, the, the community is particularly you know, can, can be toxic. Right. Can be, yeah. and, and but Wizard has you know safeguards because it was supposed to be kid-friendly safeguards to kind of prevent that. And I think that really helped Wizard's community grow, and to me, be unique within well, within the world really. Right. And so I think that that's an important aspect to it. Like, like as an older person myself, like I'm not interested in getting into any sort of headbutts with people, right. you know? Right. I want to be able to, to yeah, you. I just want to go play the game yeah. and then Wizards got all these really friendly people really help and all this other stuff. And I think it's the game entirely in terms of its mood, its look, its story, some of the ways we handle chat and communication, the way we handle combat, all that kind of helps that happen. And that's why, like, a lot of the social systems that we began to do a couple of years ago, because Wizard, from when I was there, essentially had the same kind of friend system, chat system from, like, years ago. And But I felt like Wizard has a really unique community, and I wanted to give them support within the game to let their communities thrive better because I see it all the time right like oh I I ventured with someone with a bunch of people and I suck or something you know posting in the reddit or in social media where you know where are you guys I want to to hang out again and so we want to give opportunities for people to have those kind of connections and keep them so anyway I think I think kind of being friendly to people it's not it's not it's not a it's not a kids game it's a friendly it's a friendly people's yeah, game It's a friendly yeah, it's game, a you know what I mean? space yeah that, that is, you um, You've
1: got to have a good time and not have to worry about like, that yeah
2: and then like as a parent or something you can feel free to bring your kids right. in and right. you can play uh, and you don't you don't have to worry about what might happen you know so yeah, yeah. Right, right. right right yeah you got not get to go jumping in so, you got to call dude
0: another question so
1: uh, you guys have mentioned multiple times and I think with good reason, uh how good the narrative is. Hey game. Hey. so if you could uh, if you could just give like a brief synopsis of the beginning game, game uh for people that maybe just
0: get into the game. Of which game Wizard uh, or Pirate? Oh, sorry, Wizard. oh yeah. So in Wizard you are you are summoned to the Ravenwood Academy of the Magical Arts by uh, Merle Ambrose the headmaster because there is something afoot and he needs help. And so you are brought in and this is a this is a really strange but cool inviting place where you will meet professors who teach you your spells. And then, you know, all all heck is breaking loose in the in the outer parts of the school. You know, the fire elves that used to be our friends are up in arms. And so you will basically put out these fires as it were, and then you will realize that it was all started by one of the professors who has gone rogue and is doing something. And everybody thought he was dead, but he's not. And so you go on a quest throughout a bunch of different worlds. You go to an analog of ancient Egypt. You go to an analog of Victorian England. You go to an analog of uh, medieval China and medieval Japan kind of in a blender. And then finally you end up at this world called Dragon Spire. And by the time you get there, you have learned that Mr. Bad Guy has got this book and he wants to wake up one of the entities that is responsible for the universe. And if he does that, we're all dead. But along the way you also learn that he kind of has a sympathetic reason for doing it. And you know, he is deluded, but it's not just he doesn't want absolute power. Uh, He wants to bring... uh, am I giving away too much as a spoiler? No, no, no. He wants to bring his dead wife back from the dead and no one else can do it other than this entity he wants to wake up. Right. And so that was one of the reasons uh, when I first got approached by Kings Isle that I that I came here was because it's like, oh, okay, this is more, this is a deeper narrative than you usually get, especially for a kid's game. Yeah, and uh, And the pitch I got was in Pirate, we want to go further and we want to do more. And I'm like, okay. And so, the arcs after that first arc in Wizard get deeper. Uh, and then in Pirate, yeah, we did some, we did some fun, fun things. Uh, okay, to me, well, okay, in Pirate, instead of the Luke Skywalker narrative, it's the Han Solo narrative. You are a young kid who basically, our big bad force, which is gonna take over the universe, is hunting you because of something that you did. And so literally, you know, and so you get shipped to the world that is run by pirates where the head pirate guy is going to hide you in his pirate haven. That's fine. But first you have to go do these 20 things for him. And you eventually learn that there's this place, El Dorado, the, the lost world made of gold. And all these pirates went there a long time ago. And there's this map that's ripped into seven pieces and you have to go get the map. And the bad guys want it too. So you're racing. But at one point, the thing... At the beginning of the game, I tried very consciously to hit all the notes of a pirate narrative. You know, where it's like, oh, yeah, well, you gotta go do this, and you gotta, you know, have ship combat, and I have to go into a temple and find ancient magic things. And there came a point where it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know. So, (laughs) all right, I have a history degree, and so there's a lot of history built into pirate. But there's one point where basically, in order to accomplish your mission, you need to bust into prison and break Napoleon out of prison. The most dangerous man in the spiral. And, you know, there's a, there's another job that requires this. And so it's like, okay. And so the pirate walks in, not really understanding the gravity of this. And you're talking to this other guy. And the way to achieve this is to distract all the people at the prison by starting a war between the country who runs the prison and the big evil army that's taken over the universe so you go start the war and you do this by busting into our analog British thing and kidnapping the governor's daughter and you know and you hold her for a while and she's she's very well taken care of and when you go to take her back she doesn't want to go back because she likes being a pirate better you know and so we built all that into it and when we were in beta we got much feedback from parents going I don't think this is cool and and we went oh you know what you're kind of right okay And so we went back and we rewrote whole portions of that to where uh, the cool thing in Pirate, I don't know if you've played it, but you collect NPCs, and the combat is tactical grid-based combat where it's you and then these NPCs you collect, they're your crew. We had the, the crew member who you get first, or second, second, and who has like the most VO lines in the game. Is the conscience of the group, and she tells you flat out, if this goes bad and that girl gets hurt, we're done and I'm gonna take you out. And so when we did that, everybody, you know, we we changed it to suit that, and uh, in response to the feedback. But the other cool part is so you start this war, and every now and then, as the narrative goes on, you're doing more stuff, you're hunting down pieces of the map, it's all going well, and every now and then you'll hear, Wow, that war is pretty rough, <laughs> And the war is between Marleybone, who are our English analogs, you know, one of the more popular worlds in Wizard, and our Armada, and they are literally mechanical people. They are clockwork robot guys, and they were invented to stop Napoleon because nobody else could beat him. But their leaders are artificially intelligent, and now, you know, they have their own agenda, and they have decided that people are useless. And so uh, there comes a point, finally, the pirate goes to Marleybone. And way in the distance, you can see the little island with Big Ben on it that the wizard players know. But the Skyway, the, the world, the big world you sail in, is awash with debris and wrecked ships. And it's been the Battle of Britain, you know. And Marleybone is on the edge of going out. And there are several points in that world where we lay it on you that, hey, you're responsible for this. And sure, you had you had good reasons, right, and right. you were young and didn't know any better, but, but hey, <laughs> you know, and so we turn it around with, okay, you need to fix this. Yeah. And so the whole plot of that world is basically turning the tide before, you know, Wizard Marleybone gets taken over.
2: So, so Pirate 101 and Wizard 101 are in the same world?
0: Yes, they are. Uh, and at the beginning, their timelines were roughly uh Yes, yeah, yeah. So we flipped the order. In uh in Wizard you go to Marleybone first and then you go to Mushu, which is our Asian world. Right. And in Pirate you went to Mushu first and then you go to Marleybone. And so each of them refers, you know, in when you go to Marleybone you hear that, oh yeah, back on the main island, they're still getting over all that business with the thing, yeah. which was the wizard plot. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in Mushu, it's like, oh, everything's going to hell because the emperor is asleep. He's been cursed. And in in uh, Wizard, you fixed that. And That's so, cool. That's uh, cool. yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. There came a point some years later where <laughs> the timelines kind of diverged and it got really muddy and, uh, uh, but, you know, I came over to Wizard in 2017, and one of my main goals, in the near future at least, is to see if I can't bring them back into sync. Right. You know, and, and uh, one of our major goals is to see if we can't have the games talk to each other more yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, directly. Uh, we've had characters appear in both places. Yeah. We've had them refer to each other. But hey, what if there's a quest you could do in one that would have an impact on the other? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. We're this is this is a uh, whiteboard brainstorming. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. I'm not announcing a new of feature.
1: Wink wink right yeah. I think, yeah, right? I, think yeah, yeah. It was, I could be wrong, but I think it was Ghost Recon, Advanced Warfighter and Hawks. I believe that they had the same mission in both games from ground and air. Oh that's cool. So yeah, yeah. in one game, you know, you're providing support to the ground troops, and in the other game, you're just holding off on the ground until air support comes in. <laughs>
0: nice. So, yeah, yeah. Just to see something like that, it, like it seems super possible. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially... Well, and at the beginning, you know, we didn't know how Pirate was going to do and whatnot, so the illusions were kind of minimal. You almost had to go looking for them, but they were there. And uh, now that. You know wizard is still going strong and we're bringing pirate up to speed our our goal is to have the games uh lean on each other more than they used to yeah yeah like
2: when i came back it just seemed natural like they're in the same place that's why i was asking sam when when i started thinking about pirate i'm like is the timeline the same you know what's going on it should be it should be and i was like (laughs) that was was a "Ah." previous
0: lead writer who made it not Yeah. (laughs) yeah so i was
2: like Well, it makes sense if we could blend it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, started talking to tech about how we can make it happen. And then it's just, you know, I mean, it's a it's a complex uh, undertaking. So, you know, but I think it would be awesome. I think it'd be awesome. In in the
0: in the next arc, I'm thinking that some of our villains, they may not be the villain, but some of our villains are basically going to be introduced and explained in Wizard. And because they're from a wizard world that's not in Pirate yet, the wizard players will really know them, but they're gonna show up and start blowing stuff up in Pirate and all, everybody else is like, ah, who are these people? Right, right. And so if you play both games, you'll right. know. Yeah. yeah, right. That's why I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: actually good. That actually sounds like a massive feature. You yeah, yeah. It's pretty people.
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, with Pirate, uh, the Steam launch has done really well for us and we have spent the last two years Trying to figure out how we can amp pirate up uh, and maintain, you know, what level we can maintain without hurting Wizard. And the Steam launch, I think, is going to give us a lot more ammunition yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. So we're. I'm looking forward to next year. Okay.
1: Now, question: Has the has the uh, the coming out of the Steam Deck improved things? Would you say, or like the has there been any difference since the uh, coming out of the Steam Deck?
0: We are not on Steam Deck at okay. this time. I am, yes, not officially. So, yeah, I am eagerly anticipating. Yes, Uh-oh. getting uh, a green
2: check. Yes, but uh, like yeah, we so. Uh, well, on Steam has been a big positive.
0: Yes, it in has. General.
2: And, and i'm and, super looking forward to getting the green check for the deck also yes i mean i got a deck i love the deck and i, oh, yeah. I love it, it. No, no. one of
0: one of our major goals going forward is to see if we can't let players play wizard and pirate on different platforms than they ever did before yeah. and that's all i can say about that right now there will be more uh but uh yeah no the steam launches were great uh we found out when we launched wizard on steam Then of course, boom, lots of new players on Steam. And we saw a bump in Wizard not on Steam. And we saw a bump in Pirate. So just, you know, being out there and that awareness, you know, the rising tide rose all ships, same thing with Pirate. You know, the the Pirate Steam launch, there was a little Wizard bump that was noticeable. So uh, yeah, we're really jazzed. Uh, Could
1: you maybe fill us in on any future, anything future coming up for Pirates or Wizard 101?
0: uh for pirate i will say this um after a long time of not doing much aggressive story content because we were worried about you know being able to follow through i think next year we are going to revive story uh to a degree that we haven't seen in seven years it's not going to be like it used to be a long time ago it's probably going to be more episodic but it's going to be. And uh, there's one big feature that design has been talking about yeah. that I don't think you want to spoil yet. No, uh, I mean, it's a big
2: thing, but like, you know, like I said, this year what I wanted is four releases for Pirate. So then it was working with writing about like, well, how can we align a storytelling uh, strategy that can fit that time frame, right? Yep. And so that's what Sam's talking about. We have an idea of how we can now deliver more significant story chunks into pirate next year and then it's really about like yeah we have this i mean i'm excited about it but you know still checking feasibility right i mean i think it's i mean i'm pretty sure it's all good it's but,
0: ambitious yeah
2: it's ambitious it's not. It's all good. you know i, I I'm, I'm a i'm a tragic optimist everything's gonna work that everything's good, gonna good, work good. yes and so like but there's there's you know so on the one hand it's like should we should we move forward with something brand new to pirate or should we look to wizard as to some of the various systems that wizard has and which ones might pirate benefit from right. like pirate has housing but it's not it's not as fully featured as wizards right. yeah or you know crafting or you know whatever Just a bunch of different things that, that that like monstrology i think would be really i mean it would just fit so perfectly with pirate
1: do you guys have like uh both customization
0: in Pirate, we do, uh, and being able to jump back on that bandwagon and and take it further is a big goal. Right now with Pirate, the way that it all ended up, basically there was a lot of stuff in progress when it when it it uh, steamed down, and so the main thing we got to do in Pirate is you know we got to get we got to get new initiatives, new systems, new story stuff. But we also, one of our big goals is to do what we did in Wizard over the last few years, which is give the players stuff to do when they're not mainline questing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that gives us more time to do more mainline and it, it keeps the players happy in playing. and playing. And that's what we gotta do.
2: Yeah, and then also this year we we're exploring with different types of content for pirate. Yeah. Like the dreadnought, which is sort of a multiplayer ship combat thing. Where you beat this giant ship and then you go into normal combat inside. Oh, that was in spring, and then in summer we had a skeleton key boss. Which basically you have a skeleton key and then you get a, a limited access to a, a, a special boss, and that was in summer. And then in fall we have another thing yep. that is, a, is is a story ch- more of I uh, I don't know how how would you describe there's a, what it. There's is.
0: a big story component, in, and over the last year we had a story update in the spring. And we had a story update a while back, and they have gotten progressively bigger, and they have incorporated more and more of the old stuff that pirates are used to. Like, you know, this year we gave away a companion for the first time since 2016, two companions. And in the fall, the other thing that we've been slowly tanking up is your companions are gonna start talking again. Bonnie Ann and El Toro are are gonna be the peanut gallery again. And more of that will happen as we go forward. But yeah, the fall update is intended to be, there's a story component to it, but it will take you to a place, to an environment that is gonna be more open-ended and more sandboxy. So you'll be able to run around in there and do cool stuff after you finish the quest line. Yeah. And of course, Wizards got big stuff. Yeah. Like,
2: you know, there'll be the yearly world comes out. Yep. Sam can riff on that. We've been talking about some Cool stuff in for next year. It's a bunch of cool stuff for Wizard. Like I don't know, like there's other social things that we kind of want to get into the game. Yep. And then um, yeah, I don't know what else we would want to talk about for next year.
0: Know, I'm no. gonna, I'm gonna be bad. Uh, one of the one of the biggest things you're gonna notice if you're an old Wizard player coming back, like you asked earlier, yes, uh, for the 10th anniversary we completely redid the visuals at the beginning of the game in Wizard City. Because originally, one of the appeals of Pirate was that we had such a low min-spec, you could play it on anything. Right, right, right. So, you know, Grandma's hand-me-down computer, Grandma's playing on it. Right. And because it's turn-based, Grandma's cool. She did not have to worry about Twitch. Right, right, and so... Uh, but ten years later, even the low specs are much better than they used to be. Right. So we brought... Wizard City up to a level that the rest of Wizard is is good with. Well, there are other worlds that don't look great, you know, that are very old, uh, and uh, the art director really wants to revisit one of them. And it's the kind of thing where, depending on, you know, depending on how much uh, effort it takes and how much else we want to do, if we can budget it, I. I would love to see it continue to happen. So that is probably going to happen next year. It's not a hundred percent, you know, the switch is pulled, but it's it's coming. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: A lot information
1: for both of these games. I'm actually kind of happy. I'm super excited to really get hands on Pirates uh, because, like I said, I've grown up basically the old days, seeing the Wizard commercials, which, yeah, yeah. oddly enough, it gives me a little bit of, like, peace. Yeah, yeah. So sure. Sure. Seeing well, the logo, kind of that, right? I remember yeah, that yeah. in between the shows that I used to watch, you know, throwing back cereal like a jackass. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, I'm glad to see this still running. You oh, know, yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And well, it's a more peaceful space than the other games that have yes. been running
0: this long, maybe, you know, like GTA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. uh, One of the, I mean, Pirate is still here. We've kept a low profile for a while, but, you know, we have a big thriving community that loves us. You know, they're passionate about it, we're passionate about it. That's why you've got so many lifers at King's Isle. But uh, w- one of the, the reason we're still here is that we do things differently. We are a family-friendly game. We have an atmosphere that is cultivated with lots of humor and to be welcoming, so that when a big you know, a, a, a distressing thing happens, it's a big deal, and you feel those stakes. Uh, and yeah, we wanted a game that grandparents are playing with their grandkids, and that's what we got, and it feels different. We have turn-based combat in a shared space. There's only one other game I can think of that ever did that. You know, we have family plans in our subscription right. structure, yeah. That, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, what other game does that? Yeah, for real. Uh, and so that's and that's well, one I of the reasons I'm that. here.
2: I do hear that from, from,
0: from the community. It's like a
2: Wizard's a relaxing place. You know, when stuff's not going so good maybe elsewhere, you can go to Wizard and you, you know it's a safe place to go. So yeah, I hear that it means a
0: lot actually. Yeah, uh, that's you know. and the stuff that we're doing forward. You know we're looking at things like we just added guilds and raids and whatnot we're going to keep trying to do those in a wizard way right so that we can keep differentiation and we can not bust that chill vibe and that's that's our that's our main goal yeah
2: uh well not really i mean i guess i mean i love the i love the wizards community i love you guys coming to talk to us I love talking to the community online and everything else. And uh, uh, I think it's one of the bigger things that makes Wizard so interesting and so unique. And, you know, we're doing as well as we've ever done. Like the games are doing as well as they have ever done. And so we just want to continue that growth trajectory. Yes. And just like let people know what Wizard's all about. And, you know, yeah, it's a funny game. It's funny stories and it's interesting cinematic hard combat, but then it's more than that. Like even on Amazon, a a community member did a documentary on the community for Wizard because it is so different and it is so cool. And I love coming to the cons and and talking to folks about it too, you know, face-to-face. Online's online, but face-to-face is just different,
0: you know. see. Oh,
2: thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's awesome.
0: I want this stuff. We, we need this as comforters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, yeah, these, yeah, these yeah, yeah. spirals. Jesus, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, so this is just comforting to look at in general. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw the two of it. Yep. Awesome. Uh, final thoughts from me. Y'all didn't ask about the 15th anniversary.
1: <laughs> we did not. I am sorry. No, it's
0: okay. Uh, I just have to say, you know, I think the 15th birthday is happening this weekend. I want to say it's is the it second. Uh, and if it's not the second it's within a week from now Uh, but anyway there will be lots of promotional things there will be lots of giveaways there will be some free membership uh, there will be member benefits rotated all through the month and you know uh, we have lots of merch and whatnot. but yeah it's a big deal to hit 15 Uh, and final thoughts oh I know oh yeah man yeah 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 yeah. yep yeah Uh, final thoughts from me I got brought You know, I came into King's Isle because the game was different. And we have gone out of our way to keep it different. And I love it. Uh, I get to tell stories. I was going to be an educator originally. I wanted to be a social studies teacher. And I was in my final semester before uh, student teaching when a very old friend of mine came out of nowhere and said, Hey, can we pay you to write fiction for our online role-playing game and I was like sure and now here I am you know I've been making games for 23 years now and with Pirate especially since we base it on real stuff you know and and there's analogs to history in it if I can get one player to read one thing one book or to see one movie that they wouldn't otherwise have seen and it changes how they think then I'm good. My job yeah. is done.
2: Yeah, I had the same I had the same history of like of, of starting as, as a, 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 a aspiring teacher. And so like a lot of the uh, Arc One worlds, you know, I was the world lead back then designing all those things. And I always wanted what I always wanted is man, if I could get a kid to see a building in one of these worlds and then be introduced to it in school and say like, "Hey man, I saw that. Yeah. And it was one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. cool." be like all right that's cool yes, yeah. that's cool
0: yeah I've, I've had people tell me that the only reason they passed their english course about greek mythology was that they'd played through aquila on pirate 101 oh, no. <laughs> and, and in, in aquila we do the iliad and we do the odyssey but we do them in silly ways with talking animals you know, and it's like they they got into that and they understood the core idea when they had a hard time reading the Homer. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, that's good. We're going. So your yeah. game
1: just gets multiple facets.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all over it. Yeah,
2: that's why I hadn't really thought about it in that way when he was saying that. But it's like, yeah, Wizard's a game. Wizard's a video game and much like a lot of other video games. But then, I mean, we purposely are sensitive to the things that are defining characteristics of this game that are different than other games. Yep like the educational aspect like we want to we want to refer to re, uh, 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 whether it's mythologies or different cultures or kind of whatever and then we do want to engender a, a, a friendly atmosphere of people getting together and helping each other so yep. you know and we're, we're very perfect for that yeah, yeah. so yeah 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 man yeah. I mean because you guys are doing
0: I mean,
1: like I said you guys are doing fairly well huh? so yeah, it, it's, it's really good to see that there are the multiple aspects to you and that <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah. So I notice a lot of games. I will be tired of what I'm doing, but I don't want to leave the game necessarily. You know what I mean? I'm tired of pushing ahead with the story or doing these missions or whatever I'm doing. But maybe I want to come back and play with my pets or something like that. Right? You know. Yes, do a little mini game or hang out in a common area and chat with my friends or something like that. Yeah. Just having the ability to stay in the world and do something different. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
0: Cool, thank man. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. That hey,
1: was, thanks. That was absolutely Thanks a
2: lot. Thanks a lot for coming by. Good to meet you guys. Yeah, I love talking about this stuff. This is my so, I got I got
1: some here.
0: So, this is for the. Uh, the party sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right.
2: That's right. That's right. Oh. So it's from.
0: Which one's yours? This one is yours. Uh, this one was from here when we got in yeah, I sent you the info, right? At uh, Wild Ginger? Yes. Okay. The the, uh, the address and the name are on the back of the band. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, that's good. Right. Oh, yeah. So there you
1: go. Oh, uh, someone wrote it.
2: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's handwritten with Sharpie, but it's there. I can't yeah, lose yeah, it's it. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The information's there. So. Cool. Yeah, man. Hope to see you tonight.